Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Insomnia Project. Sit back, relax, and listen as we have a conversation about the mundane. One thing that we try to deliver is a conversation that is less than fascinating so that you can just feel free to drift off and feel free to rate us on iTunes. Give us give us the five stars we deserve is what I like to say. But most of all, I want to thank you for joining us. I know I'm being a little bit, I don't think coy is the word, but uh, Nitty will fill us in. We hope you will listen and sleep. I'm your host, Marco Timpano. And I'm your host, Nidhi Kana. What was I being, Nidhi? You were being facetious. Oh, that's it, maybe. <laughs> um, Marco, as always, this episode is brought to you by our good folks at Casper Mattresses. So please go and check out all their wonderful technology with regards to mattresses and mat- mattresses. I don't know why I was like, mattressi? <laughs> I don't know. We should ask Casper. <laughs> And if you go to caspertrial.com slash insomnia, you can get $50 off your next purchase of a mattress. But we'll talk about that later on in the episode. But uh, so first of all, Nitty, you asked me, what would I like to drink? Coffee, tea, or, or some cold water or whatever. And I said, you know what? I'd love a tea. And you're like, hang on. Let me make you something. And so I was just about to ask you before we started recording what it is you made and then I said oh you know what I will ask it live as we record so what exact what is this intoxicating beverage that you've made me so it's actually really simple Mm -hmm. it's all those chai spices Mm -hmm. but instead of adding a tea bag and milk it's just simply boiled water so it kind of is nice and warming Mm -hmm. at the end of the night especially but what do you call this like does this have a name like is it a you know what is it a, a I think I it's, think it's very light and clear and it has a slight um, amber color to it right and that's because um, you know in it, it there's cinnamon ginger uh, fennel mm-hmm. cardamom cloves so all of that together all kind the warming of, spices all the right? warming yeah. spices essentially sometimes they call it kava if I'm not mistaken okay but I could be wrong sure um, I it's often one of the, have, well one of the things that I we should have like a little, I don't know what it would be, Nitty, a warning or whatever, but something that says we are not experts. Nothing we say should be taken with any sort of credibility attached we to just, it. We just talk about things the way we believe them to be, and we hope you enjoy. And we always invite our listeners, if we say something that's incorrect, 
tweet us at listen and sleep and let us know if you have a show idea you'd like us to talk about tweet us at listen and sleep and if you find a show particularly interesting or that you enjoyed like uh we had a listener who i don't know if they emailed me or they tweeted us but they, they tweeted they you. tweeted us saying that they really enjoyed the solo show that yeah. we did and Nidhi, i was really i don't know if anxious is the word but i was a little bit apprehensive i'm like oh will this will this solo show work is it is it just going to be and i was i, I was very grateful i want to thank our listener for tweeting and saying that they enjoyed the show i really appreciate that it was good because also marco i was sick we needed to record a show <sighs> we didn't have any guests lined up and we experimented with just a solo show and, and we're it like, worked. let's just do it man and um we've yeah. come a long way since um remember the cookie episode yes and the tweeting for the city of Red Deer, right. Alberta, mm-hmm. and the official cookie. We still need to get that official cookie. I think it was Ann Arbor's official cookie, wasn't no, it? It wasn't no. Red Deer. Was it Red Deer? Um, oh, how quickly we forget. I'm pretty sure Red Deer had no, something to do with this. No, it was somewhere in Michigan. I don't think so. I think that was a donut of some kind. Oh, was it? Yeah. Ann Arbor was something else. Okay, maybe. Okay, okay. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to go with you on this because... Okay, I'll, I'll find out. You know when you get that sort of cloudy, vague, sort of like, is it, isn't it, feeling in your head? That's mm-hmm. what I'm experiencing now. Okay. But this this concoction that you made me, this elixir, for lack of a better word. Yes, I like that word, you elixir. Know, a little elixir. It's not used enough. It's certainly not. Not in this day and age. <laughs> um, it's really lovely. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for it. You know what the word elixir reminds me of? Like Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, sure. The Harry Potter bar is just around the corner from it, here. Nitty, we have to go. And you know what? I haven't forgot it. it we, I missed your birthday, and I've, I, I do want to give you something um, for your birthday. So You'll stay tuned, folks. A butter beer? A butter beer. I'm going to give you a butter beer, and that's <laughs> it. Happy birthday. But um, uh, we've just been, Nitty and I have had a very um, interesting and um, eventful, mm-hmm. not always good, mm-hmm. sort of summer. And so we're just getting over that little hump of craziness. And we're happy to be here just talking about elixirs. Oh, you know, Nitty, have you ever heard of turmeric milk? Yes. I want to start doing that. Oh, yeah, my mom does that a oh, lot. Can you tell me? Because I got a recipe from, so. Recipe. When I, well, when I was in Florida, oh, you gosh. know these. So, the, the capital of t- turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> so my mother-in-law, one thing that I love about my mother-in-law is that she has a lot of magazines. So she has a lot of subscriptions to things I wouldn't... Amanda has a lot of subscriptions she, to magazines. My wife does too, and, and clearly it's something it's that she gets from her mother. <laughs> but uh, the subscriptions that my mother-in-law gets are not subscriptions that we would get in our home. So when I'm there visiting, and I was in Florida not too long ago, I get to thumb through all these magazines. Mm-hmm. So like ones like Coastal Living, one is Southern southern cooking and one's southern lifestyle i don't know there's a lot of southern ones right so i'd love to just lay back and flip through magazines that i have no real i don't want to say interest but aren't aren't geared towards me right and i was flipping through southern cuisine or southern living and there was a recipe on turmeric or turmeric 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 tea and i was like this i heard is so good for you and so I'm like, I want to start doing it. So I ripped the pages. And you know how a recipe sometimes is on one page and then it falls on the second page? Well, I lost one of the pages. Oh, my 
and God. so it's like I got half a recipe, and I'm like, and it was a simple recipe. I just can't remember what it was. But it's the easiest thing. You just take milk. Milk. And you take turmeric powder, which I can give you some. I know. I I actually bought. Oh, wow. I bought. I went to Costco, and I bought. You know how Costco has like the biggest. <laughs> so if you need turmeric powder, no. <laughs> we only get our turmeric powder from the Indian store. Oh really? Yes. Oh, now you make me feel like I should have got it from the Indian store. No, it's okay. Turmeric okay. powder is turmeric okay. powder. Um, and you just add like what a teaspoon or something. But Maybe I, a little less, actually. I would say less well, because that's, turmeric you're, is. You're, you're saying it's easy, and now you're giving me the false. <laughs> no, listen, it's to taste, but essentially turmeric's very potent, sure. right? So, um, and it's got kind of an odd spiciness to mm-hmm. it. If you aren't used to it in your food or if mm-hmm. you're not used to the smell of it, it can be very overpowering. Sure. So you have to be kind of aware of its potency. Okay. So you're right, a teaspoon's actually quite a bit, but um, I usually put like, you know, you know, so you make it for yourself? Yeah, you just put like... When do you, boin- ha- when do you have it? At night, like the last thing. Instead but- of like, you know how sometimes your mom or someone gives you like milk and honey mm-hmm. uh, when you were a kid to go to bed or something? I don't know if that ever happened to you. Oh, for sure. Okay, so similarly, it has very like calming mm-hmm. properties. So right. sometimes I'll just, if I'm like all stirred up. Right, you'll do that. Do you put honey in it? Because I feel like this recipe that I had from Southern Woman's Day or whatever it was had like a little what do you call a little... Yeah, you can put like some honey. You can a put, dash of honey? What yeah. would you call a little... Sp- a dollop. A dollop of honey, sure. Um, yeah, you can definitely put honey. Um, you could put anything that you would normally... Like it's not overly complicated. Okay. Um, but it has... It has amazing properties like immunity Mm. if you have a cold or something or um digestion it works really well for digestion as well and it's it's almost like i think it cleanses your liver if i'm not mistaken i know know, um milk thistle is a good liver cleanser oh is it so if you get a milk thistle tea it's really good for you this is the elixir episode folks we didn't have any plans to make it so but it is it's become that nitty i wanted to also mention that um can I just say one more oh, thing please. about it? Oh, please. And I feel like I cut you off earlier. No, you were going to say it. something. I was saying it's actually really good for as a sleep aid. Turmeric uh, t- uh, tea? Yeah. Turmeric milk. Tumor- Sorry. Turmeric milk. Um, so it's, it's um, I mean, it's got like the trif- tryptophan. Oh, it does? Of, like like what turkey has, yeah, right? Everybody talks about that yeah. property. Um, well, milk naturally contains tryptophan, right. right? Which is why you drink it at night if right. you want to fall asleep. Um and yeah, apparently turmeric kind of helps complement the tryptophan and oh, yeah. helps I don't know release it or something. Um, yeah, so it's it's actually something that our listeners could try if they need it. So when I was ye- I don't want to say when I was young, but when when I was not feeling well, like a bad cold was on, mm-hmm. my mom would make me an elixir of milk, honey, and brandy. Okay. And yeah. it would really help, right? And then one day when I was living I was living on Bathurst Street, just south of Eglinton, which will make no sense to anyone who doesn't live in Toronto. In Toronto, but I know you used to live there too, yeah. so I'm just giving you a perspective. I don't know why I am, but I, I am. So um I I was really you know when you get one of these bad colds and it's not the flu, but it could be and it's just a horrible cold with symptoms you've never had before. I had one of these tremendous colds, right? So I was like, Okay. I'm going to make the milk, brandy, 
And you're just... And, and, and honey concoction, right? Well, old Marco Hubbard went to his cupboard <laughs> and did not have those. So oh, no. I took milk, Jack Daniels. Oh, gosh, Marco. And molasses. No. Gross. I must have been delusional, and I made myself the strongest batch of I don't know what. Well, of course you fell asleep after that. I did. It was moonshine, it was essentially. Like, it was crazy, but, you know, sometimes you have to improvise. Well, I remember, um, like, sometimes they put milk and brandy on teething children, right? right? To, like, it's an antiseptic. Sure. Um, or so the old wives' tale goes, so, right? Yeah, exactly. Or right. they're just trying to get infants drunk so that they stop crying or something. I when I was a kid, my mom would give me wine, homemade wine. She'd pour milk in it. And some bread, and I would dip it and eat it. And she goes, and I would be, out. moments later, I'd be out. Yeah. I don't recommend that. But that's Somehow what... I think, like, the parenting style of our parents would cause child services to be called mm, in this day and age. Uh, that said, you know. It works. I have an appreciation for wine. It's true. Is there an elixir, or is there something that you don't enjoy drinking that is often offered to people? Oh, okay. So there's this one... Elixir. Mm-hmm. We need to look up the, 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 word, the <laughs> but, actual, but was, like, you were um, saying one elixir. One elixir uh, in India oh, that they this. have. Okay. Um, was so the, there's a vegetable called a oh. Kerala. No, uh, Kerala, Kerala, okay. not Kerala, Kerala, and it's um, I think it's called bitter, bitter. Bitter melon, maybe in okay. English. Right. I'm not quite sure. Fair. But it is so bitter right. and so gross. But you make a juice out of it, and it has really healing properties oh, for your God. skin. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to make your skin look just flawless. Oh my goodness! And when I was a kid, um, and even now I have like acne, right? Like right. I have very sensitive skin, and so uh, every time I go to India, I'd be like drink this juice it's gonna solve all your acne problems and it was the most disgusting thing in the no. world like i can't to this day like if my mom even says that word oh, I'm i like, want to try it I I can't. it's try so it. gross so it's i so had gross. something in india and nitty oh yeah I'm, I'm always one who's up to try something new like i love i love ethnic cuisine i love stuff that i'm not familiar with and i certainly love having having things that i've never tried before so in this wonderful restaurant in India and it lists drinks and there was something written in the, that I didn't know that what, what it meant. So I said, what is this? And the waiter was like, oh no, it's something that we Indians drink. Oh yes, you wouldn't, I remember you telling me You this. wouldn't enjoy it. I'm like, wait a second. I said, you, A, you don't know what I'd enjoy and B, what is it? And they said, it's a milk that they put this red vegetable or fruit in it and it's kind of bitter, and it makes the milk very pink. And I was like, bring me this elixir. And they were like, oh, are you sure? I'm like, bring me this pink milk elixir. <laughs> and so they brought it to me, and th- like half the staff was watching me drink it. And it wasn't served cold. It was so- served like room temperature, right? Like I don't remember being... What was it? I don't know. And, and to this day, like, you, you'd think I would have like writ, writ, down or I would have taken a photo of the menu so I would remember and I don't it wasn't bad it wasn't my thing Mm -hmm. but I remember that all the staff was kind of looking at me who's who's this this non-indian who's trying 
I wonder this, what it was. Uh, hmm, drink. Interesting. We'd have to ask your mother. I'm sure your mom would know. Yeah, she probably I, would. Yeah, it was uh, fine. I didn't. I didn't dislike it at all. No. It wasn't something that I'd be like, oh, bring me another. But right. it was certainly interesting. Like I really kind of. Uh, I thought it was cool. One elixir that I love in India um, is um, uh, Nimbu Pani. Oh, I love the name. Um, like lime water. Oh. But the way they make it is just so different. It's sure. not like just a squeeze of lime. And yeah. There's like something that they do that just sure. makes it so refreshing. Yum. There's a little bit of sugar or something sure. in it. Like a sugar like syrup. Like a syrup or something. Yeah. yeah. And it's just the most refreshing thing ever. Mm. But Marco, to answer your question about elixir, well, the Merriam-Webster dictionary defines mm. elixir as a substance held capable of changing base metals into gold or a substance held capable of prolonging life indefinitely. Wow. Or a medical concoction. Mm-hmm. A sweetened liquid, usually containing alcohol, that is used in medis- medication, either for its medicine, medicinal ingredients or as a flavoring. Okay. And this is number three, the essential principle, which I don't know what that Oh, well, means. I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, what's um, essential, too, is a good night's sleep. This is true. And uh, I invite our listeners, if it's time to change your mattress, to look up our sponsor. And I say that with all my integrity and all my belief forward because um casper.com i've i'm overwhelmed by how much i like this company having laid on their mattress just recently in and, the natmobile yeah, the Nat-mobile. and uh just what they do nitty like you've got 100 days to try the mattress they will arrange a time to pick it up if it's not to your thing they don't put it in a landfill it goes to um you know, a shelter of some sort or some some worthy cause. And here's something that I love about Casper. You can order a mattress in any part of Canada from the furthest north to the furthest east to the furthest west to the furthest south, and it'll be the same price. Mm. And for some of our listeners who live in the northern part of Canada, they'll be familiar with the fact that when they try to order something online, A, it won't they w- it won't be delivered into their area and b they'll pay two to three times what mm-hmm. we would pay in southern ontario or in larger cities like vancouver calgary and whatnot so one of the things that i really respect about casper is that they endeavor to make sure that every everywhere that can order online in north america can get their mattresses at the same price and my hats are off to you casper with regards to that i should mention that if you want fifty dollars towards your mattress just go to caspertrial.com slash insomnia and enter the promo code 50 sleep that's five zero sleep well marco um we actually started this episode thinking we were going to talk about something really simple right which was going to be our very first email addresses oh that's right and we went on this journey through elixirdom <laughs> elixir town elixir town <laughs> Um, Elixiration. Elixiration. Elixir. I really like that word, actually. Mm, which one? Elixir or yeah. elixiration? There's an artist, actually a graffiti artist in Toronto called Elixir. Oh. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about graffiti art. Really? Well, I don't mind it if it's in a designated place. What I don't like is when it's tagged, like someone just tags their art on the oh. side of a building or, or someone's like garage, you know, those little laneway garages mm-hmm. where 
people will just tag and, and do stuff. I, I have a problem with that. Mm. It's getting controversial for the insomnia Yeah, part. fair enough. <laughs> I can appreciate the art form. Yeah. But I just don't like the, um, dis, dis, the disregard and um, disrespectful way that some graffiti mm -hmm. artists will take to people's personal property. Right, mm -hmm. right. fair enough. Um, but all that to say, your very first email address was what? It was my first initial, my last name at pathcom.com, and I think they're still around. Is pathcom really around? At the time, Gmail and Hotmail weren't popular, and so you could go to a private or like a, I don't even know what you'd call it, but like... Wouldn't it be like... Um, like a service? Yeah, because I remember having a Netscape address right. at one point. Like, I don't know if it was that you went to the um, uh, the internet provider. Some people do, because some people have a Rogers right. or like a Bell, Bell or, or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Um, mine was a Hotmail address, and mine was in high school. Do you still have that one? No. Oh. I do have like my second email address, mm -hmm. uh, which was a Yahoo address, and that's because it pretty much has my entire name in it. Okay. And so I feel like I should keep it. Yeah, you should definitely keep it. Because it's a pretty yeah. hot commodity. Yeah. Um, but no, the the Hotmail one, I don't, yeah, no, I don't have it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was really difficult for me to switch to uh, just a regular email address, like a regular free. Really? Free, yeah, because I had everything with that, with that company. And then, you know, I had had it for years and everyone knew me on it. And so I had to send that email that. You sometimes get where it's like, I'm switching my email address. If you mm. need me, email me here and whatnot. And so I kept it for a while just to make sure that everyone switched over. And then there was something I couldn't access anymore because the, you know, when you start up an account for something, it's like enter your email address. And then when you can't remember the password, they'll be like, we've sent it to your email address. It's like, no, oh, no, you sent it to the wrong one. Like I no longer have that email address. And I think that was my, um, my elusive Instagram account, account oh, Marco yeah, Timpano, right. that I own. Yeah. I, I wonder. I wonder if, like Marco and Timpano, no, it isn't being used because I think we checked it once, right? It's not being used, but it's in the cyber. Void. Yeah, cyber void because I can't get. I can't get it. I should just try to email them and say I no longer have that email address. Mm. Send me your send me the password mm -hmm. again. But at this point, I have my. I have my. The real Marco Timpano. The real Marco Timpano, and I'm happy about it's it. It's true. Yeah. I, um, I, at one point, I think I had four different email addresses because of school. Oh, okay. And so they'd give you an email address that was associated with your university. Right. And I had a Yahoo one. And then I was like, oh, Gmail is better. So I switched over to Gmail. And then I think I had one more, like an old email address. So there, at one point, there was a lot of emailing to check and sure. all of that. So. so when I was in school in Italy, I was at a university for foreign students. And this was way back, Nitty, when I don't I don't even know how this was possible, but they had so like you're in a different country and it technology wasn't as such that you could have your phone access everything on your phone sure. and pay, you know, a modest amount to be it was like you had to go to a place use a computer to check your email. Right. And it was, was in a town that didn't have cyber cafes. So you could do it at the university. But 
they didn't have it organized. So it would be like you'd show up and they're like, sorry, the computers are, are being used. And it's like, what does that mean? And they're like, when, when can, when's the next appointment? And they're like, oh, whenever they get off. And you're like, so it's at the discretion of the user, this whoever shows really up. really Italian, actually, was, to was, be quite was, honest. I was like, this, this pretty much sums up my yeah. experience like, working with the Italian bureaucracy. I was like, how is this possible? So I said to the woman who was in charge of this particular computer, one computer. So it was one computer that you could use to check your email. I was like, this is impossible. She's like, well, what do you want me to do? I said, well, what I want you to do is have a sign-up board mm-hmm. and you get it for 15 minutes. And you sign up. And every 15 minutes, a New Year's, it goes on, right? And she's like, it was like I opened her eyes for the first time. I was like, how is this not? How? And so the next day, she had a list on the thing, oh. sign up. And and so I started this revolution. And everyone was able to use the internet. Wow, you're like, uh, you are uh, started people's revolution there. <laughs> but uh, anyways... It's funny. I remember the first time I ever heard of emails. Oh, yeah. What was so that like? I had a friend, and his name is David Lee. L-E-I-G-H. I don't know. I met him once in Europe. I haven't I haven't spoken to him in, in, in years. But he was a computer guy. Mm. And I want to say he worked for IBM, but I can't remember. Anyways, I visited him in Tucson, and he was like, hey, we should keep in contact. Do you use electronic mail? And he called it electronic mail. Oh, wow. Yeah. And Throwback. I was like, yeah, and I was like, no, what is that? And he's like, and he kind of tried to explain it to me. I'm like, no, I have no idea what that is. Who, who knows what these passing fads yeah, are? Yeah, you know. And so um, I should try to find him. Would you consider yourself an early adopter then? Or like, you know how they have that continuum yeah. between early adopters to laggards? Like, where do you think you fall on that continuum? Um you want me to give you like the different categories? No. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Um, I think I'm. I don't think I'm an early follower. I think I'm like more of a laggard, halfway between me, me, the middle and laggard for some reason, and I don't know why. Um, I wanted to be a computer programmer when I was really. Yeah, at one point I was like, I want to be a computer programmer. Okay, so the different kind of so the model essentially is. Um, um, so it's basically when when a new product comes to market, sure. there are kind of five categories of people who mm. um, that's determined based on when they sort of purchase it, right? Sure. So you have the innovators who are standing in line for the next possible thing, or right. who've already been using the electric cars sure. or whatever yeah. forever. Then early adopters, nope. then early majority. Then late majority, and the last group is called laggards. I can say late majority. Late majority? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm like, like that too. I, I like to know that I know. I like something to be tested yeah. before I use it. Um, and I'm also not into things that are faddish, right. like in the sense right. of, you know, like I still don't have an l- iPad, even though I have an right, iPhone. Right, right. Um, but for me, it's it needs to be functional and it needs to serve a purpose. And I don't like technology just for technology's sake. Fair enough. But um, with that last said, note, I know we have come to the end of this episode. We want to thank you for listening. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, Casper.com. And uh, Nitty, it's nice to <laughs> talk elixirs and email with you. I know. It's been a while. So um, please do, as Marco says, um, rate us on iTunes. Follow us at Listen and Sleep. 
once again as always we are recording from toronto ontario and we are produced by drumcast productions until the next time